Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 27. Hi, this is Ray Edwards from RayEdwards.com, and you're listening to Brian Holmes, one of my favorite people and certainly one of my favorite podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. Can you believe January is almost over? It's hard to imagine that one twelfth of 2014 is in the bag. Well, you found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, changing nations, activating dreams and destinies. My, oh, my. Did we have a crazy awesome time in Dallas-Fort Worth last week at the New Beginnings Seminar and Workshop? I'm going to tell you something about that here in a moment. Well, I trust wherever you are, you're ready to get started because I have so much to share with you today. Let's just dive in and see where this thing might take us today. Welcome, everybody. Well, it's great to have you with us on the Strategic Living Podcast today. I've got to begin working on calling it something besides a podcast. And yes, I know it's a podcast, but I like this idea of on-demand radio because that's really what we're doing here. Uh, You can take this program and others that may be of benefit to you anywhere you go on your mobile device, on your iPads, your iPhones, your iPods, your Droids, your Samsungs, anything you might carry with you along the way. You have access to some amazing material. There's no excuse in today's world as to why you wouldn't be filling your mind with positive things that build you up, that transform your mind, that really develop you as an individual, and that move you down the road as it relates to pursuing your dreams, the passions, and the things that God's put you in the earth to do. This is this is really beyond the information age now. We're, we're really in the place where anything you want to fill your mind with. It is literally at your fingertips. So welcome to the Strategic Living online radio program. It's awesome to have you with us today. Well, I've already mentioned a moment ago that we just completed our New Beginnings workshop here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and I'm going to tell you it was a remarkable experience. From the time that the doors opened up for the very first session And we began by focusing in on really seeing what it is that God would have for us in this new beginning, in this new season. Uh, It was just amazing. The atmosphere was right. The right people were in the room. We had hearts and minds that were open to, to really process through and look at everything that needed to be accomplished on that given day. And I tell you, I could not have been more satisfied and more pleased with the outcome. So many people shared with us that they had literally forgotten some of the dreams that God had put in their heart years ago. Some had expressed that they had given up completely on things that they thought, man, I know I'm called to do this. And as we really went through the the day looking at how we needed to deal with things from the past, reconcile, close out books, really bury the past, and then move toward this awakening process and really getting our hands and our hearts around the dreams 
and the assignments and the callings that God has put in our lives. What an amazing day. We ended the day with a powerful activation process, and I believe there were 50 or more people that left that room transformed, changed, fully activated. Uh, It was not my desire or my goal to inspire or to motivate. I, I don't consider myself a motivational speaker. Motivation comes and motivation goes. What I wanted to see accomplished is I wanted to see transformation and activation. I wanted to see people literally a switch flipped on to where when they left that door, things would be different, they would be involved, they would be engaged, they would be fully vested in that thing that God had in fact put them in the earth to accomplish. And I feel confident just from the testimonies and the stories we're hearing that that's exactly what happened. Well, today I'm going to revisit a topic that I shared a few weeks ago, but from a completely different angle because I just can't get away from this idea that where there is no vision, people perish. And I want to talk to you for a few minutes today about the dreams that are in your heart. Would you dare to dream today? Would you dare to to put your heart out there one more time and invest your heart, your energy, your mind, your thoughts, your resources into something that's bigger than yourself? That's where we're going today, and I invite you to open your heart and share this time with us. Well, as we often do, we start by sharing some scriptural principles that lay a bit of a foundation for where we will be going in the program, and I want to talk to you from a couple of places today, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. And I happen to be reading this particular passage from the Living Bible. I love this translation of this verse. It says, Now glory be to God, who by his mighty power at work within us is able to do far more than we would ever dare to ask or even dream, (laughs) infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. That's amazing. Who by his mighty power at work within us is able to do far more than we would ever dare to ask or even dream of, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. That's what God has for you. Joel 2.28 says this, It will come about after this that I will pour out of my spirit on all mankind. That's a great promise, by the way. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. I love that because some people think they're just too old to engage what God's given them to do, and that's craziness. If you're breathing, baby, you have the capacity to dream a dream. goes on to say your young men will see visions. So whether you consider yourself young or old, you have the capacity given to you by God to dream a dream, to conceptualize a vision, to achieve, to succeed, to do above all that you could even dare to ask or even dream of. Man, that's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Well, let's just dive in here today and consider... What is a dream exactly? 
You know, is, is a dream that thing that you have when you lay your head on a pillow at night and you've had a, a couple of pieces of super ultra supreme pizza and, uh, you know, deep dish, super crust, super Mario sized pizza hut, long, not long John's. <laughs> That's the other place. Papa John's and, oh man, you know, I'm sure at some point you've had a, uh, a pizza dream, okay, where you you have movie visions taking place in your head at night. I'm not talking about that kind of dream, okay? Uh, yes, those are real, and yes, those are being emulated from our, our subconscious mind or emanating from our subconscious mind, but what is a dream? What are we really talking about here in this context? Well, the dictionary says that a dream is a condition or an achievement that is longed for or it's an aspiration. And I, I love what John Maxwell said about dreams some time ago in one of his books. He said, a dream is an inspiring picture of the future that energizes your mind. It energizes your will and your emotions, and it empowers you to do everything you can to achieve it. Let me just rewind for a second and say that one one more time. This is John Maxwell speaking about dreams. He said, a dream is an inspiring picture of the future that energizes your mind, your will, your emotions. It empowers you to do everything you can to achieve it. A dream, ladies and gentlemen, is something that is given by God that is intended to drive you towards the fulfillment of your destiny. You remember us talking about this on the program on numerous occasions that we are predestined. We are, before we ever really got here, God had already determined what our highest and best use would be, to use a business term. He had already looked at his will, his plan, and by the way, we know he has plans for us. He had already examined that, and he decided I want to see Brian accomplish this, affect this people group. I want to see him uh, create this business or this idea. And he flung all of those things into the future by his will. And when we come into contact with the desires and dreams and vision of God concerning our life, we embrace that as the dream within us. I shared in my seminar last week a a very powerful excerpt from an article written by Pastor Tommy Barnett, great, great leader, has done so much with uh, the Dream Center out in Los Angeles. I believe he's also based in the Phoenix area and just has done an amazing work with young people, young men, young women, people who are struggling to really get into contact with their purpose and the plan of God for their life. But I was so struck by this article written a number of years ago, actually. And uh, I just sort of hung on to it and filed it away. But I want to read you some pieces from that because I think it's very powerful and will help you to, to really resonate with what's going on in this idea of dreaming. Tommy Barnett says, Dreams are not merely the nightly thoughts you experience as the brain sorts out the day's events. They are actually the goals and the visions that fire your heart and saturate your soul with joy at the very thought of them. 
They are those continuing visions of what you want for your life to be at its highest level of fulfillment, what you want to do, how you want to do it, what kind of person you want to become in the process. He goes on to say that your destiny and reason for living are actually wrapped up tightly in your dreams and in your desires, like the genetic information inside of a seed. In fact, he says, that dream in your heart literally contains your spiritual DNA, the very blueprint for who you are and why you're here. Your dream is that idea, that vision for your life that burns inside of you. It's it's something that you can't ignore for very long. It keeps you coming back to your mind because it's just a part of who you are. It will never leave you alone. It's constantly reminding you of that essence that resides on the inside. He says, a dream does not drive you. A dream, in fact, draws you. It pulls you. It's like a big magnet that pulls you toward itself. He says, I don't believe that there's a man or a woman without a dream because God designed every member of the human race to have dreams. Without a dream, a person will be frustrated in the present and will miss his or her future. It's important to note, by the way, that the dream that you carry inside of you did not originate with you. Yes, it resides within you, but you must know that God is the one who put that thing there. That's why he's so interested in what's in your heart because he is the one that seeded that dream there to begin with. Of course he wants to see it come to pass. Of course he wants to see you succeed. Of course he wants to see you fulfilled because he's already put in your heart the very things that you're here to do. The most common and maybe the most crucial question is, how in the world do I know which dreams are are in my heart from God and, and the ones that I'm just imagining somehow out there on my own? Well, Tommy Barnett answers the question. He says, well, there's several ways you can know if the dream that you're dreaming is a God dream. Number one, you'll know it's a God dream if the dream is truly bigger than you. Number two, you'll know it's a God thing if you just can't seem to shake it. You can't let go of it. Another way you'll know that the dream you're carrying is a God dream is would you be willing to give up everything for it? If the answer to the question is yes, it's likely that's that's something that from the very heart of God that he's placed in you. Another way that you'll know that the dream you carry is a God dream is the dream will last forever because anything that came from eternity is eternal by nature. It's not going to leave you. Here's a great one. It's another way that you'll know that the dream you're you're dreaming is a God dream is if it meets a need that no one else has met. You see, the dream you're carrying is not about you. It's about the people, the people group, the individual, the industry, 
that you were called to be a blessing to by meeting a need. Another way that you know it's a God dream is that it's going to bring glory to God. By you accomplishing that dream, your Father in heaven is going to receive glory and recognition, knowing this is a God thing. Tommy goes on to say that a God-given dream is a bothersome thing. It won't leave you alone. It keeps bobbing to the surface of your heart. It's constantly clamoring for your mind's attention. So we can deduce that if that's how your dream behaves itself, it's probably from God. When you have a God-given dream in your heart, you're willing to devote every ounce of energy, every minute of your time. You're consumed with it. That's, that's because it's always drawing you to itself. I really believe that dreams should be built on human need. If I pursue this dream, if I go after this project, if I start this business, if I write this book, if I start this ministry, if I engage in this Bible study, if I start a small group in my home, whatever the the dream might be, whatever it is, will it help people? Will it improve someone's life? If my dream is to touch nations or to feed the hungry, can I, can I put this test to it? Will it alleviate human suffering? Does it fill a need that nobody else is presently filling? You know, I believe that the secret to success and happiness in life is is pouring into other people. It's giving without expecting anything in return. The dream you have is not your own. You say, well, Brian, what about my dream to to own a certain kind of home? Yes, that's a God dream. Because you being blessed and prospering and you having a, a sanctuary where you can bring people to and minister to them and touch their lives, that brings glory to God. Of course it does. What about my dream to have a new car? Well, sometimes we can dream for material things, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that if it is in our hearts in the right context. But what I'm really talking about today are the dreams and the callings and the desires and the passions that have more to do with the people who are outside of you than they do really yourself. You see, Zig Ziglar said this many years ago. I know you've heard this, but he said, if you really want to be successful in life and happy in life and fulfilled in life, he said, just help other people. Just just touch everybody you can touch because the more you help other people find what makes them happy, the more you'll be happy. Now, I'm talking to you today, and I know if there are hundreds or maybe even thousands of people listening to this program. You're saying, man, you don't know what happened to me along the way. Yes, I had a dream at one point, but man, stuff happened. And, and you know, life just sort of caved in on me. And I, I had traumatic, difficult seasons that just robbed me of those dreams. I understand. I'm very aware that that does happen. And when things happen like that, 
our default response usually is to do one of several things, to throw the dream out, just completely forget about it and give up on it. Maybe we file it away somewhere for future reference and just never seem to get back to it. And some people actually dismiss from their minds the possibility that they are qualified or worthy or accepted by God or they couldn't possibly do anything of such greatness. Well, I'm talking to you because the Bible says that the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. Once God issues a thought, a dream, a desire, or a gift into your heart, into your life, he doesn't come back and take it away. It's it's out there in the eternal space, and it's waiting for you by your will to engage it because the moment you re-engage that thing, it becomes alive in you again, and the capacity, the potential, the greatness that is waiting to show up in your life begins to all flow the right direction again. I don't have time today to go into the story, but you know in Genesis chapter number 37, I believe it is, Joseph, this great Bible character, this, this guy, man, he was a dreamer extraordinaire. And he had a couple of dreams and made the mistake of sharing those dreams with his brothers and his family. Those dreams happened to have pictured his brothers and family bowing down to him. I'm sure that went over really well. And as you well know, Joseph's brothers, the Bible say they hated him. It says that the Bible, the Bible says that they hated him for this dream. They despised him. They became very angry and, and distraught that he would have the audacity to believe that they would ever bow their knee to him. There's a great lesson in that. There's many lessons in that story, but I will tell you this. The greatest lesson I could share with you is this. Not everyone in your life has the capacity to see what you see not everyone in your life has the the heart or the capacity to get into contact with what God has put in your heart and to receive it and believe it the way you do. I'll take it a step further. Not everybody that's in your world right now really truly wants you to succeed and do well. The fact is they like you right where you are. They like you doing what you're presently doing. They like to have you in their proximity in some capacity that's normal to them so that your greatness doesn't make them feel small. My warning to you is this. Be careful who you share your dream with. Be careful who you express your heart to because not everybody wants to see you fulfill what God's given you to do. Matter of fact, they're not even supposed to necessarily see things the way God sees it. That's between you and him. I know some of you have been just disappointed, maybe even hurt by people, because when you shared your heart and your desires and your dreams, they just kind of poo-pooed on them, you know, and and put you back in your place and told you, you know, I don't know who you think you are. You you don't have the capacity to do all that. You just need to keep your head out of the clouds, Mr. Dreamer. And just, you know, I love this one. 
you need to have a reality check. You know, that's not reality. Well, of course it's not, man. My reality today has nothing to do with my dreams of tomorrow. If my dreams of tomorrow are going to be relegated and confined to my present reality, I might as well just give up on everything now. That implies that there's no place for growth, improvement, more blessing, more prosperity, more effectiveness in life. Of course, dreams are not based in reality. They're based in dreams. I don't know what happened in your life along the way where you lost touch with the dreams that God put in your heart, but whatever the reason is, I want to just come at you one more time today and say there is a dream inside of you that is truly longing to be awakened. There is something that the Father of creation has seeded in your heart, and it's significant. It's going to change your life. It's going to impact the lives of thousands of other people. What is your dream? What is God saying to you in this season? Can you sense, like I do, there are things there that are just, they're not going to be dormant for long. They're getting up. It's, it's like Paul said to his spiritual son, Timothy, he said, I want you to stir up the gifts that are inside of you. Those gifts were given to you initially by impartation. They were, they, they were seated in your heart by the laying on of hands. I'm, I, he was commanding Timothy, I want those things stirred up. And you know, I'm saying that to you today. What in you has settled to the bottom that needs to be stirred up again so that you can move into what God has for you and more importantly even, so that you can touch the lives of the people that you were created to touch and impact. But what is your dream? Is it to launch a business? Do you have a business idea? Do you have a business idea that, that would solve a problem? Do you have a, uh, an invention, a witty invention, that that product, that idea, that service would literally change someone's life? say, well, there's nothing new under the sun. Well, I'm not too sure about that because in several places throughout the Bible, Isaiah 42, 43, 48, Philippians chapter 3, and so many other places, the Bible talks about I'm doing a new thing. Don't don't stress over what's happened in the past. Don't look back behind you. You cannot move forward looking behind you. You'll run into all kinds of mess. But I'm telling you right now, there's something ahead of you that is so significant. Some solution you have, some business you're supposed to launch, solves somebody's problem, and that's a dream that God put in you. Therefore, you should carry it. You should birth it. You should grow it, you should introduce it to the world, and guess what? By you serving others with that thing that God's put in your heart, the law of reciprocation is the harvest of blessing comes back to you. You will prosper. You will be blessed as a result of you having stewarded that dream the way God intended. Well, maybe you have a dream of writing a book. You say, man, there's so many books on the market. It's just hard to write a book. No, it's not. What do you know? 
what experience do you have? What, what trauma and healing and breakthrough have you experienced in your life, in your marriage, in your business? And by you telling your story and sharing the principles and the things that you learned in the process, you might actually open the gateway of success for someone else. Come on. There's a book in some of you, and you're sitting on it because you don't think you're an author. Well, I am, and you are. If that's the dream God's put in your heart and you have a story to tell or an expertise to share or some level of coaching and blessing and discipleship you can give to someone's life by writing it down, you can do it. Brian, my dream has always been to, I want to sing, I want to write music. I, I had someone in our New Beginning seminar just last week, and, and as we were doing some open sharing, she was the, one of the first ones to stand. She, she was with tears in her eyes. She said, I, I began composing a musical a number of years ago, and I just put it aside. And I want to write this thing. I want to finish this thing because there's a message in this musical that's going to touch people's lives, and specifically, it was in the area of racial reconciliation. In today's world, in all that's going on, and all the things that, all the strain that's taking place in our societies, and God is saying, now's the time, awaken the dream, write that musical, create that Broadway show, whatever it is that God's put in your heart to do. What about starting that ministry? It might be a, a, a new church plant, but my goodness, ministry is so much more than the pulpit. What if God's called you, sir, to begin that marketplace Bible study or to begin that marketplace small group or mentoring group where you get together with a few other business owners and leaders or uh, managers and CEOs once or twice or three times a month to just encourage one another to pray together over your businesses. That's ministry. What about you educators out there, you people who are right on the front lines teaching our little kids, our junior high kids, our, our high school and our collegiate age kids? What about you folks? What ministry are you offering in that place? Is there something you can offer in your place of assignment that is unique to you? It's a dream God put in your heart. What about those that are called to launch a foundation so that through that the efforts of that foundation, nations and children and hungry people can be blessed and fed and, and cared for? I'm going to step out there now. I might be talking to someone who has an idea for a television show or a sitcom. I, I'm, As you well know, I'm a, a fan of Tyler Perry, but more than a fan, I have a great deal of respect for him because the ideas, the dreams, the, the content, the, the material that is in his heart because of his own life experience and the life experiences of those that are around him, he has had the courage and the grace to go out and to to create so many wonderful films and stage productions and television shows that are actually speaking to people's needs. What are you carrying? What about maybe your dream is to work from home so that you can raise amazing children or maybe you can run a business out of your home that touches other people. 
I, I don't know specifically what your dream is, but I know as I'm talking to you today on this program, these things are screaming in my heart because I know that I know that I know that we dismiss ideas quickly because on a subconscious level, we have already disqualified ourselves because of past failures, because of past mistakes, because of, of fears that have gripped our heart, which we've talked about on this show. But I'm telling you, this is the moment. This is the moment. And I am really challenging you today to take time, some quiet time. Man, put on some great contemplative music, some instrumental music, and just close your eyes and go into your heart and ask the Lord, show me the dreams that I have forgotten, that I've stuffed away, that I have given up on, and make them alive in me once again because something you are carrying, ma'am, something you're carrying, sir, is going to change people's lives. I want to ask you to do something for me. If you're listening to this on the go, you're going to have to come back to this part of the the program. But if you're sitting somewhere and you can get a, a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil out, something to write with or a, uh, a recorder, something that you can write now. I want you to out loud or on paper articulate clearly what you're thinking about because you're thinking about something. Something I've said has struck a chord with you, and there's something that, that God put in your heart years ago to do, months ago to do, and you've never acted on it for whatever reason. I don't even care. But I'm calling for that dream to be awakened, and you write it down. What is your heavenly Father wanting to stir up and awaken in you? Name the dream. Make a list. Draw a picture. Whatever you have to do to really, really get a hold of that. I want you to write it down, journal it, begin to pray over it even. That's right. Pray over your dreams. Not because you're trying to talk yourself into it, but because you really want the Lord to help you to know how to walk it out. You do remember the Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. So here's the piece. What is the dream? What are the dreams? Maybe there's more than one that you have carried in your spirit for many, many years. And for whatever reason, given up, you've stuffed them away, you've dismissed it, you've disqualified yourself, whatever. What are those dreams? What is it specifically that God is calling you to do in this season? Dream again. Dare to dream. And don't just be a dreamer. Dream a dream. Do the dream. Live the dream. Well, next week on the program, we're going to take this up a notch. It's my tremendous pleasure to announce to you that uh, I'm going to have Dan Miller, author, speaker, executive coach, just program director. He's an amazing man who is a strong believer. But I'm going to have him on the program We're going to be interviewing him. He and I will be having a conversation, and we're going to be talking about 
how to engage your purpose, how to really not just dream a dream, but actually act upon the dream and become all that God has created you to be and do, but how to find your lane, how you can literally make money, be prosperous, live a blessed life while doing exactly what it is that you love to do. Imagine, why do we assume that we have to do things for a living that we hate doing? It makes no sense to me. And Dan has such an amazing bead on this space. And I am so thrilled to bring him to you and to our audience. You will not want to miss that interview on next week's program. Well, I would love for you to go to brianholmes.com forward slash 027 and scroll down to the show notes for this episode and leave some comments there. Say to me, Brian, this is the dream that I feel like God is awakening in me, or these are the things that I want to really engage again. Share with this community what it is that you are having stirred up in you right now. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to engage with you in conversation. And I really believe with all of my heart that as you engage this season, amazing, amazing things are going to take place in your life. Well, that sound means it's time for a couple of quick announcements. I'm going to be speaking in Houston, Texas on February 16th. This is always a joy for me to be in Houston just because uh, it's my hometown where I grew up, but also my pastor, my spiritual father, the guy that I look to for so much mentorship uh, is in Houston, and I'm going to be at my old home church, Christian Tabernacle, and uh, you can find out information about how to be there and be in that that space while we're sharing our hearts in that setting, brianholmes.com forward slash itinerary. You'll get all the details right there, but going to be a great time for all of our Houston listeners, people that are in the general area there. I've got people that have already contacted me. They're driving in from Austin, Texas. I believe there's some coming from Dallas, Texas. It's going to be a great, great time. Looking forward to seeing uh, both old and new friends down there. If you'd like to have us maybe come and speak at your church at a particular conference that you are hosting, uh, maybe a special leadership event that you have put together I would be so deeply honored to serve you, your community, your church, your organization in any way that we can by speaking at that event. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash speaking for more information about that. Uh, It's 2014, and I trust you're making good decisions about your future, about how you're going to do things differently, how you're going to take your life to the next level. One of the ways you can do that, obviously, is by hiring a coach. Paying someone, that's right, paying someone who has expertise, who has a grace, who has gifts and tools that can help you to refine the vision for your life, identify those dreams, really hone in on the lane you're supposed to be in on your purpose and really get engaged fully with the thing that God's called you to do. I would be thrilled to talk with you about the possibility of being your coach. It's something we do. It's a particular grace we have in our life to help people to to move over thresholds and into uh, greater realities and greater potential. And if you'd like to find out more about that, go to brianholmes.com forward slash coaching 
contact us through the website. We'll be happy to set up a time to talk to you by phone and see if that might be a fit for each of us. Well, if you find great value and great blessing in this online on-demand radio program, the podcast, I would love to encourage you to go to iTunes and and subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. And furthermore, if you would rate us and leave a review there, what that does for us is it actually pushes us up in the rankings, which makes us much more visible to new listeners or potential new listeners. We want to get the word out, and that's one way you can help us to do that. Another way you can help us to do that is to to share this podcast with your friends and with your associates, people you love and care about, through all the different social media mechanisms that you take place uh, take part in. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, Google+, etc. There's a, certainly buttons on our website where you can just click a button and share those straight away from the website. But just help us get the word out. We want to touch more and more and more people with what God has given us to do. Lastly, I want to ask you to subscribe to our weekly updates. This is an email you get each week. We don't blast you 15 times a week. We give you one, maybe sometimes two emails a week to make sure you're getting the blog post, the Monday Mastery videos, and the podcast and any other announcements we're throwing out there. We want to make sure you're informed as to what's taking place at brianholmes.com, and we'd love to have you do that as well. Well, I trust that today something we've shared has really challenged you. I, I really hope that you're stirred up. I hope that you're you're getting in touch with those dreams, and I really pray, I really pray that 2014 is the year that you will break free from all the limitations of the past and you will absolutely get after the things that God has put in your life to do. Well, stay tuned. want to remind you again, don't miss next week's episode with Dan Miller, my great friend and new colleague, someone that I has really impacted my life greatly over the last couple of years, and I know you're going to love him as well. Until next time, remember this. You are made in the image of God. You're designed for such a powerful and a unique purpose. You are destined for greatness. That's right. You are great. The whole world is waiting for you to show up and to do what you do. We love you so much. God bless. We'll see you right back here next week on the Strategic Living Podcast.